I come to the motherfucker in the hot box hey, with the, do you have with a the pound for glove? pound best champion that ever lived and can't get no signed fucking gloves for my crib. Man, just sign them motherfuckers and give me this whole thing. How about been, you sign it and we keep it up there? How about he sign it and that motherfucker going to that, that G-Wagon out there? This moment is very special. These are the gloves that Mike Tyson gave to his brother, Game. It's good, <laughs> Guys, it's all about confidence when it's time for sex, am I right? Sometimes stress, anxiety, or a bad day can affect your performance and ruin the fun for both of you. Bluechew.com to the rescue. Bluetooth is a unique online service that can deliver the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, but in chewable forms. And that's at a fraction of the cost. Bluetooth tablets help men achieve harder and stronger erections. Men combat all forms of ED. Because Bluetooth is an online prescription service. There are no visits to the doctor office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line in the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online. Blue Chew licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. Blue Chew tablets are chewable. Blue Chew tablets are made in the USA and they're prepared and shipped direct. So it's cheaper than the pharmacy. And here's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free. Yes, I said free. When you use the promo Hotboxing, at checkout, just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's bluechew.com, promote code HOTBOXING to receive your first month free. Hello, I'm Mike Tyson. Welcome to another episode of Hotboxing. And we have a illustrious guest right now, the brother Game. Yeah. How you doing, man? Your brother. Yes, I am your brother, brother. Yeah. It's the interesting thing, man. Where you been, man? What you been doing? You know, I've been, uh, I've been doing that thing you do. It's called... Uh, being a father, you know, yeah. Oh, you hit me with that one. Huh? Yeah, yeah. You know the you know the joy of yeah. fatherhood, man. At the end of the day, that's what it's all about. And so, um, we just want to be as healthy as we can be, and just be as strong as we can be for our children. And if it ain't about that, it ain't really about nothing else. Yeah, it's not about nothing else. God damn, you hit me with that one. Off top, yeah, I can dig it, man. It's um, I look at my kids now and all day. It's they just, without even, they just hungry, successful kids doing well. And I say, wow, I get jealous sometimes. I God, when I was 11 years old, I was locked <laughs> up. This kid's striving, just everybody in the world loves him and stuff. Just yeah. Totally different worlds. It's a lot different from when we came up, you know? Big time. Yeah. There's more mentors out there now than when I came up. It's also more destruction absolutely. right at your fingertips well, with absolutely. these phones and all that. If we only had good, we wouldn't know what bad was. Yeah, exactly. And when we had bad, we wouldn't know what good was. It's just balance. Life is balanced, pretty much. No, life is not crazy. People are crazy. People are definitely crazy. Life is cool. Life is cool. And you know, we I'm, I'm sitting here, and there's two of us. We we are two people that people might necessarily 
say are crazy. And I hate that. I hate that people like us, you know, because of where we come from and our upbringing, get that tab. Like, oh, Mike Tyson, he, he, he crazy. Or game, he crazy. But not knowing that when you sit down with us, we some of the most intellectual and most powerful, you know, in the, you know, as far as the mind is concerned, human beings that you ever met. I just have no idea where crazy came from. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's a scientific word. It's just, um... Maybe I am crazy. Maybe this is all just a dream, but I'm just enjoying it. Right. I, 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 think, that, um, I think that people mostly call crazy real. When you're too real, when you stand on what you say and you stand on what you believe in, they call you crazy. I agree, but you know, sometimes um, we have to know when to show our hands. Right. You know, sometimes we show our hands too early and we get smashed for it. You know, um, I'm a Muslim, so... Um, we're taught our religion is not a foolish religion, and we, we listen more than we talk. And that's just one of the parts of religion that I, I really was able to grasp because I noticed they, were, they would say, um, silence cannot be, um, it can't be provoked, it can't be misquoted. So a silence was the best teacher. Yeah, I'm learning that uh, as I get older and older, you know, as every uh, day draws near that I'm being a little bit more uh, silent and starting to be a more of a listener than I am uh, a speaker, you know? That's the only way to learn. Yeah, literally. That's the only way to learn. We have two ears and one mouth, so we have to listen more than we talk. And listen doesn't get you in trouble. Talking does. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, we need to quote that or something, man. How many kids you have? Uh, that I know about? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I got uh, I got three. Three kids. Three. I'm 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 careful. And then, you know, every child that um that I have, they're all like almost planned a little bit. You know, I kind of knew that uh, you know, she was gonna be pregnant when she was pregnant. It wasn't really no surprises. So, um, I got three amazing blessings. Uh, one is in college at Oregon now, which is crazy. Remember the, my first album, the documentary? Yeah, because I was with baby, you. Yeah. See, a lot of people don't know that I was with you when I recorded that first album. I know, that's when know how far me. back we go. Yeah, that's when you was calling me baby game, because, you know, good game wasn't going. <laughs> good game. Remember good, good game. game? Good game Cleveland. wasn't. Yeah, good game. We got a partner named Good Game. Shout out to him from Cleveland. Cleveland. And so Mike would always. I lived uh, in Cleveland for like seven years. Yeah. So Mike wouldn't call me the game or big game or game because he had a friend, good game. And so he called me <laughs> baby game because at that time I was like 24 years old and we was running around, man. And uh, yeah, man, I had a good time with you. And so look, he was a young kid. We brought him to the me and Lennox Lewis fight. He was just balling, yeah. balling. Nah, I was just running around happy to be there. And you know what's crazy is I, I walk in. Uh, uh, it's funny how I'm sitting on his couch with these shorts on because I remember the first time that I met you, I walked in the hotel room and you were sitting on the couch like this and you had these little shorts on, like <laughs> yeah. shorts where you could see your whole thigh. And you know, back then, everybody was wearing big clothes and everything. And I was thinking to myself, man, why might got these little ass shorts on? Now look at me. Little ass shorts on. what it is. Man, I was just giving, I'm a fighter. I gotta give people free advertisement so they can come see me. Yeah, exactly, man. So, yeah, it's been a long time. A lot of people don't know that uh, this is my big brother and it's been that way for about 20 years. <sighs> time doesn't wait for anyone, you know. Yeah. But you've been doing really good, man. Well, tell me about the new album coming out. Uh, the new album, which I know for a fact that you're going to think is an amazing body of work, uh, I like to say that it's probably my best album to date. Um, it's called Drillmatic, and uh, what that is, is it's basically, um, you know how sometimes like 
old cats get to, you know, shitting on the new generation. Like, they don't do yeah. it like we did it. We did it like this. We did it like that. In a way, we're jealous. Right. But for me, in this album, I kind of I kind of bridged the gap between old and new because, you know, uh, me and my music, I'm like real hip hop oriented and a real student of the game. But I also appreciate black, you know, young black rappers and young black, you know, homies getting about the hood and being able to use music, you know, of any facet to be able to take care of their families and better their life. So I'm mixing old school with the new school. But with that, you know, with life choices, everything is timing. The right timing. Yeah. Yeah, my timing was when I was young. Some other timing, some other person's timing is when he's 15 years right. old. It's just, life is just about timing that we don't even know about. Yeah. And it's the perfect, uh, you know, what you saying that, it's just the perfect timing for someone to uh, stand in the gap for old hip hop and new hip hop and put out a, you know, a project that is, uh, uh, just really dope from uh, the production to the lyricism and everything. And like I said, I, I don't know why I'm this good this late in my career, but this album is probably my best album. Find this wine. But tell yeah. me who you're working with, who's on the album with you? Oh, uh, man. Uh, today, I just got uh, um, a record with Chris Brown and Chloe Bailey done, um, which is dope, which uh, which is a Janet Jackson. Uh, we sampled Janet Jackson's uh, Don't Know What You Got Till It's Gone. And uh, so we did that like literally today. And that was the last song for the album. But other than that, I got Lil Wayne, I got um, Kanye, um, G Herbo, NBA Youngboy. Um, like I said, it's old and new. Um, so yeah, a bunch of people on the album, a bunch of dope producers, some in-house producers too. Hey, that just sounds like um, a who's who dreams team of rappers right there. Just, yeah. Uh, man, can we hear any of the music? Uh, absolutely not. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. But you know, hey, Mike, you, you know you jumping in G-Wagon with me after this, man, hey, I'll play you a few songs. But the song out yet? You, the album's out yet? Nah, the album's oh. coming out in June. Schedule 35 is a Canadian-based startup that ships across Canada and the United States whose mission is to educate and enrich lives with a deeper meaning and a better sense of self through microdose and psilocybin products. Schedule 35 is the first nationwide trusted brand that makes microdosing accessible and simple to do. Schedule 35 provides a large amount and range of resources to help customers learn and understand the effects of this plant medicine. Through this approach, Schedule 35 has garnered a powerful online social media presence working with many top celebrities, influencers, and creative all across Canada and the United States, along with notable mentions and publications. Schedule 35 is the most trusted and popular microdosing source in North America. An emerging market and movement around psilocybin is proven to help with mental health, PTSD, anxiety, depression. Studies have shown that psilocybin works to create new neural networks in the brain which help boost focus and creativity, mood enhancement, and help fight addiction. Baby, that's me. All products come with the guy that makes microdosing easy to understand. All customers will need to be age verified. Once age verified, they will receive an invite code. For all their products and to get an invite code, visit www.schedule 35.co. Get 15% off with code HOTBOXING at Schedule35.co. Again, that's 15% off at Schedule35.co and use the code HOTBOXING. Start living a life with deeper meaning, more joy, and self-understanding. Today, baby, it's all today. What's your birthday? 
uh, November 29th. Sagittarius, huh? Yeah. I like to call it, uh, or you know, my mother likes to call it a savage terrorist. A Sagittarius is a health conscious. Yeah. So I'm on it. You see, I'm fit, man. You know, I'm uh, yeah. still here. That's that's mind, body, and soul, Mike. Health conscious. You take vitamins too. I take vitamins every day. I'm on my elderberry. I'm on my sea moss. That's and, the Sagittarius, man. Yeah. The beautiful body, the ego. Yeah. The Sagittarius. You got it. I see you got your juices and berries in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> when I use when I, when I take mushrooms, it tells me to eat nothing but. Um, Berries, fruits. Yeah, you know, you know, shrooms that get you to your nat to your natural human state for real. <sighs> See, I'm glad it, I didn't understand it, but that's what it is. Yeah, I would not eat no meat, only anything, those minings um, and nothing. I just go with fresh food. But you know that with the shrooms, you know, or organic. People, yeah, for people out there watching, you got to be, you got to treat the shrooms like you would a family member that you love. Um, because That's what my time, wife said. My wife said, you abuse the shrooms. They're going to abuse you. They abuse you. Yeah. The first time I took it, I was at the beach, and I ain't going to lie, the water followed me to the car. <laughs> Beautiful. Yo, and so look, they, you know, my boy Shaggy had told me, don't do it by yourself. You kind of need somebody there with right, you. And I'm right. like, I don't need somebody there with me to take a shroom. I can just be by myself. I took it by myself. When I tell you the water followed me all the way to the truck from he the beach. so stupid, doesn't <laughs> Yo, he? I was so running from stupid. the ocean, man. So yeah, so that was my first time. Second experience, I had somebody there with me to like kind of walk me through it that was like, you know, really, really into it. And now, you know, I was, I, and I started off with a big dose. Now I went from, you know, I did it the right, I did it right the second time. I started microdosing and then I got to bigger volumes. Now I'm good. So now I control the shrooms. The shrooms don't control me. My wife said, you did too much. Like one day I was here <laughs> working, I just did too much. People were looking at me, I'm sweating like I'm at a spelling bee. I'm just looking <laughs> fucked. Oh, I'm just spell pneumonia. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, man, mushrooms is just God to me. Yeah, I love shrooms too, man. We're going to have a trip one day, Game and Mike. Oh, that would be beautiful. I have some in the car, by the way. Yeah. No, there's some right there. Please help yourself. Yeah. After you, Mike. Oh, I just took a bar, but I'll take I, more. I didn't see it. I didn't I'll, see it myself. I'll take more to prove oh. that you. I'm really um. If you to see this, you see this, right? Yeah. Peer pressure by Mike Tyson. Here we are, grilling and everything. Mm. Don't be afraid now. I ain't afraid, Mike. Hey, don't, don't, hey, Mike, afraid. hey Mike, don't watch my piece, all right? Mm. I took my piece and took yours. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid, man. This hey, is right. Mike, we're going to ride together, man. Hey, when Mike tell you to take strong, you take strong. <laughs> mm. I love that one. That's actually, that's all right. Mm. Mm -hmm. Microdose friendly. We love that. I'm a macro dose. <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet God right away. He said he a Mike, a micro doser. Macro. Mm -hmm. All right. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. You going to be all right? You took a chunk mm. out of that. Mm -mm. I'm in heaven now. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm right with you. Tell God we come. All right. So what's going on, man? Um, Nipsey Russell, you knew Nipsey? Yeah, I knew Nipsey very closely. Really? What was that brother about? Nipsey was, um, it's hard to talk, stop smacking on the shrooms. And talk, baby, we, we understand. Yeah, I'm talk. going to it and get it out the way. All right, we're here. Shrooms with the. Okay. 
I can smoke with you? <laughs> That's the understatement. Hey, guys, bring that shit out. Come man. on, man. Come on. Fucking get you smoke. You got the OG, you got the OG Ziploc? Yeah, you can want to smoke with me. Matter of fact, pull me yeah. out of blood. Let's do some smoking, nigga. Pass me one of those bloods. There we go. Let's do some smoke. We got the lighter in here. This is our life, man. This can this cannabis is our life, man. I'm gonna just put that right there. You with the best. You with the best in the world. You, you know, you know, go ahead. Please, please. Be my pleasure. Be my pleasure. I got a mat. Look, I got when they stay, they come out my ass. I got lighters everywhere. Hey Mike, I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh -huh. And I wouldn't lie to you because I love you. My shroom is starting to shroom. Mm-hmm. Don't run, hide under the couch thing, and shit. First thing I just thought about, thought about was a little midget nigga or Austin Powers. That's all I can see right now. Burning. 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 I saw that nigga burning. I saw him driving. That you met little, him before? Yeah. You saw that nigga driving? I seen a little tree, you know, <laughs> the little, I don't know what it was, like a little cart where he can get around then because he's really small, but mm -hmm. he can get around fast then. And he had the baddest bitch with him. Burning. Yeah, he's this big. The bitch taller than me, and she is so outrageously, sickeningly gorgeous. I think this motherfucker gonna fall in that pussy. How is you? I just don't understand it. She falls, stroking him, and he's on a little machine. So burning, so burning definitely, friend. so burning definitely getting pussy. He's died in some pussy, I bet. Mm. Yeah, burning. We think about you, man. Off these shoes, man. Shout Looking out to burning. So yeah, back to what we saying. Nipsey was a dear friend to me, a brother, um, comrade, and one of the realest niggas I ever met in life. First time I met Nipsey, um, he was like slanging incense. <laughs> yeah, he was on, uh, you know, Crenshaw and Slauson. Nah, he, everything about Nipsey was Crenshaw and Slauson, man. And the second time I met him was on Crenshaw and Slauson again, but this time he ain't had no incense. He had about 20 crips with him, and he had his uh, CD. This is back when, you know, CDs was popular. And uh, I stopped at a, a light on Crenshaw and Slauson. You ever been down there in Crenshaw and Slauson? Yes. All right, it's a big light, big intersection. And uh, so if you a blood, you don't want to stop at Crenshaw and Slauson, nigga, because it's 60s yeah. crib. So I was in my white Range Rover, and I'm driving, and the light is turning yellow, and it's a fucking, uh, it's like a little Spanish dude in, a, in like a white Honda or something in front of me. And I'm like, motherfucker, please go through this light. Please go through this motherfucking light. I don't want to stop at this motherfucking light with these crips. I already see the niggas over here, right? He hit the brakes. We both stopped at the light, and I'm behind him. So I can't go nowhere. So I see these crips crossing the street. Y'all said, oh, shit. It's about to get, it's about to be some shit. So I took my Glock out, and I cocked that motherfucker, because I one thing about me, I ain't, I'm, I'm not even asking no questions. Like, I, I got to get, I got to make it home. So uh, once they got closer... I seen it was Nipsey, and he was like, Chuck, what's up, it's Nip? And I took a deep breath, and I'm like, ah, shit, cool. So he had a CD this time, and he was like, look, this my, is this my CD. I'm rapping, cuz. And I was like, you got your, your number on? He was like, yeah, it's on the back. He was like, nigga, don't throw my shit out the window when you drive off either, cuz. Listen to it. And so um, I put it in, and I heard what was about to be the new L.A., and so I called, uh, you know, I had a uh, whack call, Big U, and Big U brought Nipsey to the studio, and we smoked the night away, and we did like three songs, and from that, you know, from that night on, we forged the brotherhood, and uh, me and Nip always kept in contact, and uh, it hurt my soul the day, uh, you know, he passed, man, because that really 
really. I always felt like I was the type of nigga that should have been. I don't know if you share these thoughts. You can you can tell me if you do, but I always felt like the type of life I live and the shit that I've been through, and after getting shot and gang banging, I felt like I should have died a long time ago. And I, I've asked God a lot, like why He keeps me alive, because so many people have died. You know what I'm saying? Tupac, the Nipsey's, especially in my genre, which is rap. And you knew Tupac, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, why, why, why am I still here? I said, oh yeah, man, you just gotta be happy with God's mercy. Mm-hmm. That's all. So yeah, Nip was a Nip was a, a angel on earth, man, and he was really prophetic, and he was really into his word. I always wanted to meet. I never met him. I had no problem. Somebody always say, "Mike, I want you to meet Nip. He's a good brother." You would have loved Nip, and Nip would have loved That's you. That's what he said. He said, you, "You need to meet him." Yeah, you would have loved him. This is some good shit. Hey, I agree. Gentlemen, Father's Day is just around the corner, and our friends at Manscaped are here to ensure all father figures out there are looking daddy material this June. Manscaped's performance package 4.0, which includes their signature lawnmower 4.0, is the perfect bundle to tackle any and all old men's hair from head to toe. This right here is no dad joke. Manscaped is designed with fathers in mind, and a performance package 4.0 is here just in time for your pop special day. Inside this package, he'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserve ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all of his goodies. First off, let me start by saying the lawnmower 4.0 will be the official MVP of Father's Day. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 400K LED spotlight he needs for a more precise shave. Does your dad use the same trimmer for his body and face? Ugh. Let's throw that out the window and give him the upgrade he deserves. But wait, there's more. Manscaped just launched their brand new boxes 2.0. We all know dads love their comfort. With summer just around the corner, the boxes 2.0 are here to save every father from the uncomfortable heat. These new boxes are packed with revolutionary features, including the jewel pouch, designed to cradle his boys in their own special space. This right here is a game changer. Whether he's mowing the lawn, picking out the trash, or golfing in the sun, these moisture-wicking boxes breathe without breaking a sweat. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code HOTBOXING at manscaped.com. And again, that's 20% off with the free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code POTBOXING in the house all day long. Happy Father's Day to all the present fathers in the world today. What's up with Frenchie, man? I think he's caught overseas and became yeah. cross borders. He had a baby though. Yeah, I took now, pictures of now, him. Now, Frenchy, a, a father, man. He's gonna deal with it now. Staying yeah. up all fucking night, can't get no <laughs> sleep. Yeah, he hit me. He hit me for some fatherly tips, man. And so uh, I gave him the best that I could. And I, but I told him you're gonna be a natural man because you got a good heart. That's not always. That's not always the best father. You just have that patience. It's all about patience and being selfless. Yep. And you know what's crazy is that one day when you have a kid, it's going to grow and it's going to be Vernon's height. And then it's going to grow past Vernon. But yeah, kids will stop. All kids will stop at Vernon's height before they're 
you know, big. Let me ask you a question, Mike, even though it's your motherfucking show and I ain't yeah. trying to take over or nothing like that. What was up with that uh, bitch-ass nigga on the airplane, man? I don't even know. I don't even know what's his problem. But, you know, I'm just glad that um, I made it healthy and alive and talking to you. Yeah. And that was weird, man. I wanted to whip his ass when I no, saw it. I, I wanted to. Then he won. Don't pay attention to guys like that. He won by just giving him attention. Yeah. And people don't people don't understand, man, that at the end of the day, like we still normal people. We still want to, you know, be respected and want to be, you know, like, like people always fucking with people. You know what I'm saying? And I'm one of those guys that I mean, it's cool. Please, please, taking pictures. But listen, don't cross the line. There's boundaries. Don't cross yeah. the fucking line. And not just with you know us. That's with everybody. That's with family. Yeah, I was don't say that. Have some fucking boundaries. Don't cross that fucking line. Cause I'm not gonna treat you like family then. Don't cross that line, man. You heard it for bite. We we all have that line. So don't make it like Mike is the only guy with that line. <laughs> I definitely got that line. I they do too. So what do you do to your album come out? Smoke weed, shroom, work out. Look for the shrooms. Always want you to work out. Look for the chick that uh, Vernon had. You know, I hate. I don't really like fucking behind people, but fuck it. If Vernon hit it, I do it. Life is great. <laughs> Life is great. Life is great, man. I learned this in life. I'm not competing against anyone but myself. <clears throat> yeah. What do your kids want to do? The oldest, uh, I told him if he don't figure out what his major is in college, that he gonna be coming back and he gonna, gonna be going to community college. Nigga, figure it out. Cause I'm spending a lot of money per semester. Um, but he gonna, he gonna be great. Uh, my daughter, she uh, modeling for Gap and Guess and Nike and doing all that. She 11 years old, but she like 5'8", you know? So um, she's going through this uh, little teenage stage early because of how tall she is, you know? And uh, but she beautiful, she amazing, straight A students. All my kids make straight A's. And then my middle son just turned 15. And all this nigga want to talk about is what kind of car he getting next year. He don't want to talk about shit but that. But everybody good, man. My kids all graduate, most of them. Four of them graduated from college, NYU, American, mm. um, Drexler, Georgetown. And um, I have my um, three young, I have one in USC. She's 19, and I have two younger ones. My daughter's 13, and she's a prodigy in, in tennis. Mm. And I have a son that's just, he plays, what the hell, I don't know where he likes golf. I don't know why, hey, but he likes golf. golf. You, he likes hey. I can't imagine him like, know what turns him out? He didn't know, like, he saw, he saw a picture of Tiger Woods walking to a hole and the people walking behind him. He said, wow! That's cool, all the people following you like that. And that's why he got teams who wants to play golf. Yeah, golf is dope. I tried to play golf. Yeah, I listen, I used to hate it till you did. Personally, you have to be there physically to understand and get yeah. the joy of it. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I, you would think that it's easy as a motherfucker, right? Because you go up there, you like, this little ball, I'm about to smack this motherfucker. You might miss this I missed my first, I missed like 20 times in a row before I hit it. Then when I finally hit it, that motherfucker went about two feet. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, under that ball. Yeah. Listen, I'm Mike Tyson. Big. My son is a, um, 11 years old. He is father to me. That's how they do it. These, you know, these kids, man. They growing up so fast and they so smart and beautiful that it's it's a joy when they can. You know, we can learn from them too. You know, how many kids you got, Mike? 
I have um one. I had eight. One passed away, and I have seven. Your baby girl. Yeah. I wanted, uh, and that was what about six, seven years ago, something like that. Nineteen oh nine. Oh nine. Oh nine. Yeah. I fell for you on that, and uh, you know, you're my brother, man. Anything that happened with you in the media, outside the media, like I, I'm always with you. Just know that. Oh, listen, but um, I do know that. But I've learned something. I learned that death is beautiful too. If life, can, if life is beautiful, I could death be bad. I don't look at death being bad. I look at death as being um, just born. You know, on to the next, right? Yeah, I don't look at dying as being. Oh God, I'm gonna die. Well, I don't know if I'm. Afraid. I might be afraid to die, but I don't cling to life. Like, hey, I don't want to die. I want to live to be a thousand years old. Yeah, we all have our turn. Me, I never been. Uh, I never been scared of death. I kind of felt like it was. It's the. Why would you be so scared of something that is inevitable for every human, every human and every living thing? My grandmother told me a long time ago that every living thing will perish. So spend your time being joyous and kind to people and just appreciate life because everybody's gonna go. So why would you spend time worrying about it, you know? When we're young, we don't understand that. We're so self-centered and we're so in love with ourselves and all, and we should because anything we know is ourselves. So the fact that this thing that you love, then you believe that you developed to be a personality is not gonna no longer exist. And if you're lucky, you'll be a picture on your kids' walls and your family's wall. Hey, that's a great dad, that's a great, great dad, Mike, this is this. It's just like you say, um, life is just a beautiful process of dying. Once you're born, the process begins. There's nothing to be sad about. Cheers to that. I'm gonna laugh, well. <laughs> you don't got yours, but you feel it. Yeah, look at this shit, man. Let's get this, man. Oh, yeah, we got two pre-rolls and some undisputed. West Coast. Oh, you fucking, they're fucking low budget. They give niggas shit like this. Right? I'm to this shit like this. Yeah, shit. yeah, I'm like, I need a... That's the fucking Wait, nigga. Wait, the gut. That's a nigga. You just ate one of these, Mike? Yes, I did. It's a ear? Well, I bit the real niggas while I'm worrying about the gummy. <laughs> hey, yo, just so y'all know, man, Mike didn't ate him goddamn weed gummy, took some shrooms, and then smoked a whole blunt. It's my guy, though. Love him to death. Well, these niggas don't The lie. nigga is eating no ears, though. Gummy ears. Yeah, I bit the nigga ear. Look yeah, how yeah. <laughs> Look, see what I'm saying? <laughs> and you know what's crazy? You would have never bit the nigga ear. You would have never had these gummies. Sheesh. I bit the nigga ear. Probably be homeless. Smacks. Ah. Yeah, you taking me? Hey, I love you, Mike. This is crazy. I love you too, man. This bitch will get on the show and say, "Bitch, nigga, hold it." And then I'm on relevance, so they said that. That's fucking cancel Mike. Say that. No, I cancel you, motherfucker. Yeah, that's it. Got my own shit. Motherfucker, you don't agree with me. Oh, shut up, shut it. Where we going? Where we going now, Mike? What what a gummy take? Jason Terrell Taylor. Yeah, I like that man. It's Jason. mine though. And I, man, I, I like Mike Tyson. Him. That name hard. I like that too. Let's learn more about him. <laughs> he don't want to tell us. He don't want us to listen to shit. Yeah, yeah. He don't want to tell us how he, he don't want to tell us how he got along with fucking Kanye. The Kanye said some stupid shit that made him say, "Oh." Chill out, nigga. What, what happened? Hey, nah, you know what? Yay, yay is uh, yay is my brother too, man. Uh, we've been, we've been, we've been solid my whole career. Um, and I, you know, I understand yay. 
I think that a lot of people too. misunderstand. I, 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 I think I a lot of people misunderstand Ye. <laughs> and, but again, niggas call Ye crazy, right? Because he's speaking his mind because he's being real, right? But I understand him. I think people misunderstand him. But I think that people misunderstanding Kanye, what he is and how his mind works, makes him that much more of a genius nigga. So it works, right? Because you said everything good needs bad, every bad, everything bad needs good, or else either one wouldn't even exist. So, you know. Well... If he was balanced, he wouldn't be a genius. Nah, he wouldn't be <laughs> shit. Yeah, he wouldn't be who he was if he was balanced. Exactly. So, you know, you need that, man. So, you call us whatever. Some people are extremists. Yeah. But nah, Ye came in and uh, helped me tremendously on this album. And uh, I'm definitely appreciate, appreciative to that fact. And, you really uh, blaze on it? Yeah, nah, he got his shit off. Yeah, I love that. He, caught, he stirred up, uh, you know, a little controversy. but Yeah, I like that. So you look like you have a really sweet life in your career right now. Yeah, man. I'm just living. I'm happy. You know, that's I think that's uh, that's key, man. There's like, you know, just to wake up and be happy. A lot of motherfuckers in this shit, in the industry, like all genres of celebrity ain't happy. I see a lot of motherfuckers rich as fuck, but as sad as a motherfucker. And they think, you know, they masking it and they pretend to be happy, but I see through you motherfuckers. But I'm actually happy. Happiness is an art, brother. Yeah. You'd be surprised how difficult it is to possess that. See, it's the art. Some people know it, some people don't. We gotta give you. You ever had burning on the show? Burning who? The little nigga. We could get motherfucking yeah. Hey, we need burning. We need burning. That's the mother one. Is he? We'll put a corpse there. We put a wait. Burning died. Literally. What the fuck? We damn, I'm here talking about Vernon, oh, man. He's showing he love to him. He's showing love to him. He's gonna help yeah. you out from up there. Hey man, shout out to Vern, man. But Baby Vern. Oh. The fly ass girls. He had the beautiful Vern. girl doing his little driving his little thing, the beautiful girl following him. What you think she doing now? Huh? You think she missed Vern? Yeah, I mean, at least she has to miss Vern. She had no one like Vern before. She has to miss Vern. She'll never forget him. Yeah, Vern, we love you, man. And I I've been missing you for the last he didn't even he know you were dead, Vern. Please. Hey, be, that's why I said I've been missing the nigga he for the last. He didn't know you were dead, Vern. He didn't check up I on you. I know your now, ass. motherfucker. I've been I've been missing him for two minutes, man. I ain't even know. And you know which is you know what's crazy about that is motherfucker. I've been keeping Vernon alive all this time in my motherfucking head. So Vernon been living through me because I thought he was alive still. Dead is Elvis. Elvis is definitely dead. <laughs> yeah, Vernon is well. Nigga. <laughs> This is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm so fucking happy to be here with you, man. I raced down the fucking freeway to get here for you. You came by yourself? By my, yeah, by myself. Who the fuck am I supposed to be here? I had to get somebody. My, one of my friends is locked up. I'm downtown New York, and I got to go to Canarsie. I, I, so, I lived in Brook Browns, so Canarsie wasn't that far. At the end, Canarsie's so fucking far as past Coney Island. I'm saying, what the fuck? I would have had to come get the money in the morning or something if I knew it was this far. Yeah. I was really mad, so I went there. I went to the project. I went and got to um, talk to him. I saw her. She was my friend. She looked, didn't look well. I took care of her. She was, they're like my family. So I went there, hugged them, and we spoke for a while. I took pictures of my little cousin, and then eventually I left. And um, one of my friends said, wow, man. You went up in the you went up in those projects like it was a nothing. Anybody could have been in the stairway. But I said, really? 
I never thought about that. You know, I used to look at this neighborhood and this. I grew up here and I grew up with people like this. And I used to went in the hallway and went up the stairs. I, they should worry about me being met in the Ain't hallway no, yeah. or something. Ain't nobody fucking with Mike Tyson. I was trying, I was trying to tell my cousin that my cousin is just so worried. You know, yeah. your cousin, you have a girl because she's so worried. She thinks somebody's going to shoot you or some crazy stuff because you're famous. Yeah, nah, man. Nobody, if you see Mike Tyson, you more, even if you the, the the biggest killer on the motherfucking earth, you see Mike Tyson, nigga, you humble as a motherfucker. Mike didn't have nothing but love for you. Yeah. You know who I talked to? Ask, I mean, didn't ask about you, but we, we, we brought you up. Henchman. Uh, Jimmy? Yeah, I talked to you? Jimmy. <laughs> Listen, we're doing a lot trying to work with that brother. Yeah. I'm happy to talk to him. Nah, I love Jimmy, man. I love Jimmy. And he in good spirits, too. He told me to tell you what's up. Man. So many of our brothers in there. I haven't gotten a few of them out. I yeah. gotten a few of my friends out, but they did 49 years already. Oh, yeah. Shit, after 49 years, years. They ought to let you fucking out. Yeah, they... That's why um, we have programs about um, prisoners coming out and having jobs when they come out yeah. and learning the job system so they will just come out, hey, what do I do? I get right, my dick in my hand. Enough, if you've been in jail for that goddamn long, you need to, like, yes. the world is totally different, you know? Absolutely. Some people just go right back. That's what they're accustomed to. We have people working with us that get them accustomed back to living in society and they have jobs as well. Yeah. That's all they need when they get out of prison. They just need some dignity. Yeah, so they wouldn't have to go back to the old world. Yeah, shout out to all them niggas, Mike. But uh, my shrooms is shrooming, man. It's beautiful, brother. It's just beautiful. Mine's is as well. As a matter of fact, I'm willing to take up another one, though. You gonna take another one? I'm a savage nigga. I'm a full. I'm a <laughs> slow down, Mike. I'm an underrated animal, brother. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm gonna take one of these motherfucking ears. Mm-hmm. To me, that's stronger than a fucking spoon. I can't handle this shit. Wait, the ear? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So I'm going to chill on the motherfucking ear. Yeah, good. You got to wind up in one, two, three, right. four. Well, I'm going to take them with me. We're going to work on that later on, man. I got a lot of... I'm going to put it in... I'm going to stuff them in my little-ass box you gave me. Let's do that. <laughs> Frenchie! Frenchie, tell this nigga you can't come back. Keep going. What's up, man? Yeah, put the camera on Frenchie. Yeah, man. Yeah, this Frenchie, everybody. Yeah. What Frenchie up, man? really has to want to leave. He can leave. Yeah, man. Speak English, nigga. <laughs> I'm feeling good, man. He I'm can over come here. over. His wife won't let him come over. <laughs> Yo, don't start, man. I'll be back soon. No, I bet you'll be back soon next year. That, I'll, bring, I'll bring your niece with me. Nah, you ain't gonna come back for another two years. You gonna bring? You gonna bring his knee? You gonna bring his knees? Yeah. He already got. He already got. He already got knees. <laughs> oh, you gonna bring your daughter? Speak, speak English, mother sucker. <laughs> hey, I love you, man. We are gonna get back to chopping it up, man. Mike over here got me all shrooms and 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 and, and ears and shit. Nigga, I'm eating weed ears, nigga. Yeah, man. All right, we love you, man. I love you, bro. Hey, peace. All right, love. Frenchie, man, that's a good motherfucker, man. When Frenchie's here, he's, um, how do, how do I call Frenchie? He's um, a high-end agent, Frenchie. Frenchie could get things done. 
He knows the right people to go to the against things. Then yeah, he's like an agent yeah. for us. Frenchie know somehow. Yeah, I, I, I feel like he up. like damn near slumdog billionaire because this somehow this nigga knows everybody. Everybody. Like if you want like to go and get some ayahuasca or some shit, he knows the plug for that. You wanna go and, and chill with Madonna, you know, he he'll take you straight to Madonna. <laughs> okay. She'll hug this I'm nigga. Frenchie. Like this nigga, the the queen of England. You know what I'm saying? He'll walk you straight. Frenchie, yo, Frenchie got me into the Buckingham Palace to like where they keep the coaches at. And I got to like take pictures by the coaches and see and the Queen's horses and all right? that shit. Boy, yeah. this guy, oh, he gets this, this he can shit. get it done. I went to Buckingham Palace with khakis and chucks on. Yo, crazy. Frenchie, man. Yeah, that's our brother. Shout out Frenchie. <laughs> Frenchie, pussy whoop Frenchie. Uh, <laughs> you ain't never been pussy whooped, Mike? Huh? All my life. Yeah. I figured. I, hi. I'm that emoji and I got the blue shirt on. Listen, this one girl from New Orleans, New Orleans had me crying so much that um, her girlfriend, because she didn't want to tell me that that was her girlfriend, so because she was holding me and she was telling the girl, go out with her, stop, go out with her. <laughs> oh, no, man, can you imagine? This girl has a girlfriend. Her girlfriend feels so sad for me because I'm crying. Said, go out with him. Stop, stop, go out with him. Yeah, I had one of those things. It's crazy. I got emotional with women. Yeah, nah, women, When I was man. younger, women were my masculinity. Nah, women. Now they're my teachers. Nah, women, women are, women are everything, man. Women are the world. And if we wasn't for if it wasn't for women, like we wouldn't, I wouldn't. Number one, we wouldn't be fucking born, and number two, like we wouldn't really have shit, or we wouldn't be even trying. Like you get dressed like for women, you go outside like so you can look good. You don't do that shit for your fucking self or for no man. I mean, well, some people do it for men, and more power to them. But I know we have babies, but women have to interfere. But they don't have babies by themselves. They don't have immaculate ejaculation. Where this is true. God gives them a baby. No, we have to help. Yeah, it's all about help. So we to help. Balance, yeah. Yeah. Shrooms is kicking right. my ass. I'm, I'm Shrooms trying to make you be a good man. I'm really hang, I'm really up there hanging like a fucking trapeze it's artist. Beautiful, brother. It's beautiful. It's God talking to us. He's saying, Why did you come here? No, he said it's the right this is the right time <laughs> to come here. This is the reason why you came here, to do this. Like no my host wasn't here, just me and you vibing with God now. Yeah. That's Vernon's chair now. Well listen. Whoever chill it wants to be, if they can have it. If Vernon was here, I would help him climb in that motherfucker. I'm just... Love Vernon, man. I'm just happy Vernon's gets so much love here. Thank you, Vernon. For your we love it, man. Cool motherfucker, you. It's fucking, so beautiful we're talking models. about Vernon tonight. I didn't say they were supermodels. They you were high she was the, beautiful. They were beautiful, but I didn't say supermodels. They looked better than supermodels, but I'm sure right. they weren't supermodels. Okay. <clears throat> That's what made him bad. They were better looking than supermodels. It's really interesting women for him. And I really, I could have been jealous even. <laughs> Maybe. He was doing good, though. He was doing good. Burning, man. Everybody Fucking throw your bees up. Fucking Vernon. So you'll be up. V for burn. Yep. Burning love. You should name a, a Mike a Mike 2.0 pack after Vernon. Wow. And make some little joints. Yo, yo, you ever seen the little joints? 
Yeah, give with Vernon people and do a little joint. We love and call it Vern. We Vern need a fucking strain, man. He need the little pre-rolls. They they got some little ones that where they like half the size of the regular pre-rolls. Them motherfuckers need to be the Verns and they need to be Mike Tyson 2.0. Yeah, we got a lot of niggas that we need to get. One thing with some more serious marijuana consumers. Your eyes closing, Mike. No way. Mm -mm. I'm high as oh, I'm high as fucking giraffe pussy, and that's high. A giraffe's pussy is pretty high. <laughs> feel good though, man. I feel beautiful. I'm not in control, but I feel good. Shrooms has hit me, man. Yeah, now nah, they hit me too, man. Shit. Tell me about your Instagram link. Instagram link. Yeah, my Instagram link is simple. It's uh Los Angeles Confidential. All right. I saw that movie. I saw the movie too. Yeah, Los Angeles make a nigga, man. Did, um, the shoes make a nigga young. I was coming to, I was, you see, I don't got no posts on my Instagram page. Why not? Because I was coming to see you, motherfucker. So I'm like, I want my first post. I want the only thing they see be a picture of me and you. Post us, man. Come on, man. Get us. Post us. <laughs> Put this shit in the post, nigga. Come on, man. I said, get your camera out, man. This is the post. Right here, my nigga, on the post. You met Easy before? Yeah. Easy, Easy a dark nigga. <laughs> yeah, I met him one time at a uh, toy Powerful drive. Powerful energy. Powerful energy. Yeah, he was always in Compton giving out like toys and turkeys yeah. and clothes and all that, man. Easy was dope. That's he why was I into always... the mystic world. You see, he has the eye behind his head and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. That's mystic. Believing in different dimensions and this is really a... Just the dimension that we experience most of our life and without searching for the other ones. Yeah. Listen, this is a good question. What does it mean to be a, a, a West Coast rapper? All the music is starting to sound the same. Is it because we all have the same producers? Um, I think that if the music starts to sound the same, then it's because everybody is like just doing what the next person's doing and not being true to themselves, I think, you know? Um, I could be wrong, but I think that, you know, back in the day, we thrived off of being individuals, you know what I'm saying? Like Busta Rhymes don't sound like Jay-Z, Jay-Z mm -hmm. don't sound like Tupac, Tupac don't sound like Nas, Nas don't sound like Biggie, like everybody kind of had their own identity. I think today, um, if something, you know, goes viral or, or one style is like, you know, people love it, then the next person coming up is probably gonna do the same thing because they see that as being um, successful other than, you know, creating their own lane and doing it their own way. And some artists do, but, you know, for the most, for the majority of artists, um, you know, people kind of just do what they see the next man doing if that man was successful doing it, you know? What makes the female, like, what is your female, the best female artist you ever heard rap before? Uh, Nicki Minaj. Really? The best sure. ever? Yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That's cool. I like Nicki. Uh, I like uh, Lauryn Hill. Lauren Hill's super dope to me, always dope. Um, shit. Queen Latifah. Queen She's Latifah. Vicious too. Yeah, Queen Latifah. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people see Queen Latifah on movies and stuff and don't know yeah, her she background. She's the queen. She's like, the yeah, queen. Yeah. So, yeah, and it's, you know, I like the City Girls too. They're good. Yeah. Hey, let's put on some Little Kim. Hey, Little Kim. Yeah, let's put Kim. Yeah, that's, my, that's my big sister. This is a monster right here. Let's look at her. Yeah. <laughs> let's listen to some of her shit. 
go to the first album. Yeah. There it go. Hardcore. Yeah, ooh, look at that. Hey, remember that poster came out? Yeah, ooh. Hey, everybody wanted to smash Lil' Kim when it came out. A lot of masturbation. Let's, lot, do cru- let's do Crush on you. A lot, lot of masturbation back then. Facts. A lot of masturbation. I'm going to tell you. I, like, like putting your dick in a fucking pencil sharpener. Yeah. <laughs> Hey yo, hey, hey, I'm gonna just be honest. I I had a I jacked off to a uh the first time I ever jacked off was to a Tyra Banks poster out of the out of the like Victoria Secret. It yeah. wasn't even a poster, I just ripped the page off. And That's like the, stuck that bitch on the wall and just stared at that motherfucker till you till you stare at her so much where she becomes a 3D figure right in front of you. Masturbation is so much hey, more unreliable than sex. Yeah. Yeah, masturbation. You don't hurt awesome. nobody either when you, you know what no, I'm saying? No, you cool, clean up, watch yeah. television. Crazy. Let me tell you how I do my shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I keep a sock handy. And when it, when I'm about to, when it's about to explode, I just put the sock on it like a hat. And just then I just relax. You're experienced, huh? <laughs> yeah, He's man. He's an experienced guy. That's an experienced guy. I don't want that shit getting on my bed, man. Now look at little Kim. Let's listen to her. Yeah, that Crush On You video is crazy. Kim, Kim definitely in my top five. Queen, no, no order, yeah. no order. Kim, Nikki, Queen Latifah. Oh, look at this bitch. Lauren Hill. Oh, baby, talk that shit, baby. Hey, what you think some of these chicks that, that used to look good in these videos, what do you think they look like now? They doing what we doing, taking care of babies. Mm-hmm. It's fire. Any way they can. Just like us. This one videos used to cost like $2 million to shoot. Now you can shoot the motherfucker on your iPhone for free. God, this is my youth right here. Look at Luke. Uncle Luke. You ever been to an Uncle Luke party back in the day? I've had the um, pleasure of doing that, yes. I did. Wow, nice. Look, look, look uh, Malia was there too. Oh, shit. I ain't even peeped. That's crazy. Mm. I ain't even mean to say, mm, this shit just came out looking at Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim was beautiful. I'm high as a motherfucker too, Mike, just so you know. I know. I'm with you. you know, it's beautiful to be high. It's the highest form of thinking. Oh, uh, was she so adorable back then? Yeah, she looked amazing. What was your favorite music video you did? My favorite music video? Mm-hmm. That shit with 50, come on, that was number one commercial shit. You nigga, you just from New York, nigga. That's commercial number one, that was really a nice song, wasn't that, guys? That was a nice song, great yeah. collaboration. But she said video, she didn't say song. That's a bad video, too. I think, uh... My life, oh, man. That's mean. My life, my life, bro. Yeah, that that's fucking, mean. that fucking video. Nah, you know what actually was my favorite video? My favorite video was Dreams. Shooting my Dreams. Life, my shooting life dreams had me was dope. fucked up you know for why? a moment. Let me tell you why Shooting Dreams was crazy. The Dreams video. Now, when I wrote the song Dreams, right, I was broke okay as a motherfucker. I have a joint over there. Out of your bag, you want a joint? Yeah, put it. Let me see how many I got left. <laughs> Nah, you only roll two, one for me, one for you. All right, now I'm gonna give you these two joints, and after this, Mike, don't don't be looking back over here for my bag. Thank you so much, man. All right, you already you already gave me a little ass box. Now my fucking joints is getting smaller. 
As long as I know you, I ain't got no autographed boxing gloves either, nigga. That's, That's crazy. I come to a motherfucking. Hey, you don't need it. I come to the motherfucking hot box hey, with the, do you have with a the pound for glove? pound best champion that ever lived and can't get no signed fucking gloves for my crib. Look, what do you say? The shitty black one? Man, just sign them motherfuckers and give me this whole thing. I want the whole thing because it's already hung. All right, somebody take that shit up. Hey, give him a sharpie. I need that. Come on, man. Fuck that. Take that shit off. How about been, you sign it and we keep it up there? How about he sign it and that motherfucker going to that, that G-Wagon out there? <laughs> hey, Mike, I want them gloves right there. <laughs> yeah, that shit, All right, take it. Give it up. Come on, man. Somebody grab that shit. Yeah, man. I'm getting this shit on the, I'm getting this shit on the motherfucking. No, 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 nigga, the whole thing. I'm going to take this down, bro. All right, but don't try, to, don't try to give me half and don't give me the rest, nigga. I'm high now. I'm a no. Hold on, man. Oh, no, this ain't no picture, man. I'm on live. <laughs> hey, look at this, man. That's your moment right here, y'all. The moment is very special. Pound for pound, greatest heavyweight champion that ever lived. It's I've been called worse. Thank you. It's signing my boxing gloves, <laughs> man. I've been on this nigga for 20 years, and he never got no fucking nothing. That's crazy. Because you know me. These are the gloves that Mike Tyson gave to his brother, Game. It's, it's good, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just letting you know. Hey, man. Just letting you know. Giving the testimony. Man. Fire. Hey, Mike, let them know Dramatic coming, man. Dramatic's coming. July 9th. Nigga, how you can make up a date? <laughs> June 9th. June 9th. Hey. Hey, yo, it's coming when it's coming, man. June 9th, right? I thought this shit was coming June 9th. I think it's June 10th. Shit, I'm sorry. June 10th. This nigga said July 9th. What the fuck is that July 9th, man? That's what I'm supposed to do, so let's pray at that. This is the conclusion to another episode of Hot Boxing and our great guest here, The Game. Thank you for coming, brother. I love you, man. And God love you as well. Thanks, everybody. I said I, I love boxing. you, though, man. We, well, I love you as well. Fuck. With God. Thank you, everybody, God for showing up at Hot Boxing. I love you. This is Mike Tyson. Game, please say something nice again. No matter of fact, Game, know what I need you to do? Look at that camera. Look at all these cameras. You got millions and millions of people looking at you. Yeah. Explain something to you. Tell them what you need them to do. I need everybody to go a little bit further in the on the front of love. I feel like the world needs love. I feel like there's a lot of bullshit going on out here. A lot of people judging people for being people, for just let everybody just be and do what they want to do as long as it's not, you know, violent and hurting and killing motherfuckers. Like the world needs healing. And so, yeah, I want, I, I dare all y'all to stop a stranger and just let them know that you love them. That's what I want them to do. Awesome. Do you have any kind of information how to get in touch with you? Some kind no, of I don't want these. I don't want a million motherfuckers calling me, man. No, not you, but your business, your organization. Um, nah, if man. They love yeah. you. Why would you want hey, to talk to these niggas? If you're looking for me, man, just call God. You know, and tell him you're looking for his son. Okay, listen. Check this out. Game wants only information from God to talk to him. Okay. Yeah. 
And I got some shit in the car for you, man. It's my, it's my, it's my, my brand, my Numenati brand. I'm gonna tell you all about it. It's Lumina- beautiful. Illuminati. New, Numenati. Numenati. We're not doing Illuminati. That's them motherfuckers. We Illuminati. Yeah. Numenati. 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 Yeah, that fucking trip got me. Oh, they got me too. It's June. The album Drillmatic is everywhere worldwide. It is the best album of this year. Maybe the last 10 years. It's dope as fuck. And it's on Numenati, and y'all gonna understand it. Yeah, I'm high as shit. I'm the game. Good. I'm game. Good thing. Game Tyson. 